Hey guys, uh, this is Caleb. Uh, support our podcast. We have a listener support segment. With as little as, as a dollar, you can support us. That's a hundred shillings. That's a hundred Kenyan shillings. Uh, we need to make uh, better podcasts for you guys. For you guys, we need uh, better microphones, better internet, and because um, most of us are not in the same area. And we do appreciate uh, <clears throat> any support that you give us. Thanks. Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabil. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, uh, NFL, Beach, F1, uh, beach, F1 <laughs> football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. <laughs> Thank Arsenal. you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to the Third World Perspective. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to the last episode of TWP Transfers um, this summer. We'll see you guys next in January. Obviously, the window is just done. Um, this is going to be a very special episode, man. I'm joined by Brian Lucheveleli Ndombi. Um, anyone, man, you might, you might have heard of him, man. A.K.A. Lucheveleli, um, a.k.a. one of the biggest United fans out there, a.k.a. one of the biggest Ronaldo fans out there, one of the biggest liars in the universe man <laughs> say hi hi guys um, i'm brian a strong manchester united fan mm-hmm. uh ronaldo fan boy <laughs> as, as you can say yeah, yeah it's a pleasure to be, to be in the podcast today yeah man obviously um on a scale of one to ten obviously a lot has happened this transfer window obviously a lot hasn't happened um obviously hurricane not moving to manchester city that's one of the headlines of the summer um but we have seen very big moves lukaku to chelsea cristiano not going to city but coming to united messi going to psg um we have seen a lot of moves happen this summer how do you rate this summer from one to ten Unexpected moves like the Messi move, Ronaldo coming back home. Mm-hmm. Okay, for Ronaldo, actually, I didn't expect Ronaldo to come back home mm-hmm. because it, it's the last thing I, I'd ever <laughs> expect. Yeah, yeah. So Messi, even I, I think the Mbappe move to Madrid was almost done, but yeah. some misunderstanding between PSG and Madrid. Yeah. So I'll say this is the it's one of the okay. So, so to one, it's just the wildest transfer. Transfer, transfer, transfer window. Yeah, ever. transfer window. I've ever, ever seen. Yeah. yeah. So out of ten, you'd give it a, give it a nine. Nine, man. Nine, nine, nine is not so bad. I'd give it a nine point five. This is the wildest. Obviously, we've seen two of the greatest players to ever play the game actually make moves. Um, this, this was mad. No one actually expected this going into the going into the summer. Um, but we'll start with the Cristiano moves. Um, Cristiano move, which is which is a big one. Um, obviously broke out. I think on Wednesday. Um, before we moved on Friday, it broke out on Wednesday that he was actually going to Manchester City instead of Manchester Red, Manchester United. Um, obviously, I was talking um, about this with Brian after the Euros. I actually told Brian that I would love Ronaldo to come back to the Premier League. 
I told Brian that I would really love him to come back to the to the PL because he has a finished business. Obviously, he has 84 goals in the Premier League for Man United, and I didn't I didn't see this move happening. I had no I had I have no connections um, with Ronaldo's camp. I'm just a fan, and actually, this happened um, less than a month later. So. This was actually a very big move for me because I think on that same day I was supposed supposed to do a podcast. I think this episode we are supposed to do a week ago. We are doing it um, nearly a week later because it's six days later. Brian actually called me and told me to check my Twitter. Fabrizio just tweeted that Cristiano to my United was edging closer and closer, man. Yeah, obviously, um, one of our legends. Um, for me, I thought, I thought the six years that he played with us were not enough, man. I obviously, hopefully, we'll get ten years. We'll get we'll get to ten years, man. Obviously, I'm hoping for four seasons. Obviously, the season, the contract now is two two year contract with um a one year extension. Obviously, Man United love one year extensions. Um, but just to be clear, man, the deal that we signed him on was twelve point eight million pounds. Um, which which I think 12.5, which translates to 2.5 million installments, five installments, which is just a steal. Obviously, Juve wanted something close to 21, close to 28 slash 30 million euros. Um, and I don't know how United pulled this, but actually we got a very good deal. Obviously, the rumors coming from Man United is that we are going to pay him 500,000 pounds a week, something close to 480,000 pounds. I think he'll be the highest paid player in the Premier League with De Bruyne second, man. But obviously, it's, it's a big move. Obviously, we still have Mason Greenwood, we still have Bruno Fernandes, Marcus Rashford, Anthony Martial. Obviously, Dan James has just made them that deadline day move to Leeds, man. But how do you think Ronaldo will impact the side? Standards and the level of the squad plus the ambitions, the standard will go up. Yeah, mentality. The mentality will go up because Ronaldo for himself, Ronaldo is a winner, mm-hmm. and our squad has been lacking some. Some there's an amazing piece in our squad that winning, winning mentality. That's why we have reached so many semi-finals, many finals. Oh, okay, only one finals, but yeah. many semi-finals, and we have failed to progress through. Mm-hmm. So with Ronaldo coming in. The, the winning mentality will go up. The levels, the standards yeah. of, of the game that we play will go will go up plus the, the ambitions of the of the club. Yeah, not to mention man, he he likes to chip in goals, man. We know how good Cristiano is in front of goals. Actually, very big news, man. Ronaldo scored twice yesterday night. Um, obviously becoming the the high the top scorer in international goals um, obviously he was tied with Ali Day the Iranian on 109 goals he scored two goals in a, in a space of six minutes I think seven minutes um, against Ireland last night and took his tally to 111 man he's the all time top scorer man is there a, any greater player than Cristiano Ronaldo man? <laughs> I wish we had Linus on this pod, obviously Linus. Um, but Linus is sick at the moment. Um, hopefully he gets well soon. Um, we've missed him on the third old, on the third old perspective. But Ronaldo, in terms of goals, man, obviously 
Um, the lowest goals that he has scored um, in the past decade have come at Juventus. Uh, the first season at Juventus he scored 28 goals and these are the lowest um, number of goals that he has scored for a club in a season. 28 goals in 2018-2019, that's 7 goals in 2019-2020 and that's 6 goals in 2020-2021. Obviously he brings goals with him, obviously he's one of the best finishers and at Man United he's obviously being paired with one of the most creative players um, we've ever seen in Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba. So also we can throw Jadon Sancho in there, man. This is going to be a very exciting season. I can't imagine what the rest of my United fans actually feel, man. I think I think even before Ronaldo coming in, you know Ronaldo goes in, in before 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 after okay, let's say after he handed out the transfer request to yeah. He had a number of options yeah. which he had to weigh in. Yeah. So before before he made his decision to come to Manchester, yeah. he had a look at the at the at the team that was waiting for him there. Yeah. So he he had to he, he when you look at this team you have Bruno Fernandes, mm-hmm. you have Pogba, mm-hmm. you have Sancho, mm-hmm. you have Greenwood, all, all of those are just suppliers. Mm-hmm. So when you go to that team you'll be you'll be it's like it's like it's, okay let me not, not compare with Man City. <laughs> yeah, Man City are not. Yeah, because because I don't support Man City. Yeah. So with Ronaldo coming in, he has the supply. He has all the tools there. So when this the rivals come and yeah, I think I think when it comes to Man United, I think Cristiano has a very good um, basically setup. I think obviously considering Man City and City obviously go to the Champions League final, obviously they're a very good side. Um, obviously they are closer to winning the Champions League than Man United, but I think Cristiano actually um, favored this move. Obviously there's talks that obviously Sir Alex um, picked up the phone and called him. Obviously Jorge still has um, ties at Madrid at at Man United. Obviously Bruno is his agent as well. But obviously it's it's we're so glad that he's with us. Um, I think he had um, 118 goals for Man United in 292 appearances. Yeah, we're hoping we're hoping that gets somewhere close. To, I think past 150, past 150 goals. But Cristiano, obviously, I think September 11th will be a very big day. I think September 11th, when Man United actually hosts Newcastle at Old Trafford, will be a very big game, man. Obviously, the last time my Cristiano faced Newcastle at home, he scored a hat trick. His only hat trick um, for Man United. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll get another trick from another Portuguese player at Man United, man, this season. But uh, Brian, what uh, basically what challenge does Oli have in making this team tick and ready to go? Obviously, like you just said, we have gotten to many semi-finals. Obviously, we go to the semi to the final in the Europa League and just fell short. What challenge does does Oli have in making this team tick? Because at the moment, it seems like he's running out of excuses. So Oli, the only challenge Oli has find the right chemistry and the, and the perfect balance mm. how on how he can, he can accommodate all these stars he has at his disposal yeah. uh, because, because if you check at that all his attacks he has Ronaldo he has Cavani he has Marshall yeah. he has Rashford Greenwood and Sancho Bruno mm. all those are big names with big egos yeah. so he must find the 
the perfect uh, the perfect way on how we can handle yeah. yes and get the best out of each, each individual yeah do you think do you think that Paul Pogba might sign a contract extension yeah. obviously he still has one year left on his contract obviously it seems like Mino does not want him to play for Man United do you think that will happen obviously I, okay okay i think i think i think i think Pogba Pogba will sign a contract because as for now you are playing in a team that has the best midfielder right be, beside you Bruno Fernandes you're playing it with a, in a team that has the best in defense currently you have Maguire and Varane see in post you have you have Digea so currently and, and, and up front you have the the greatest <laughs> the greatest ever yeah you have the god so i don't see the why why he, he, he should it take the contract if i was Pogba, just consider if uh, just consider the team yeah the team the, the team has as a higher ambition as yeah the team the team has upgraded so i just i'll, I'll just advise Pogba to send the contract and focus on other things yeah obviously paul Pogba, one of the best midfielders in the world man i think i think he'll relish um playing with cristiano ronaldo obviously he wanted to go to madrid but at the moment it seems like madrid are in a, are in a rebuild obviously paul Pogba is not getting any younger he's he's 27 years old um but uh, for me i think i think he might sign um, we'll see if that happens i'm um, obviously he's playing with champions league Varane, man who is a friend of his from from France squad Leblanc. Um, but obviously there have been a lot of um, actually clubs that have spent a lot of money this season and Arsenal are actually leading the way man. Obviously Arsenal um, they brought in um, Takehiro Tomiyasu who we spoke on previous episodes with Linus and Alex um, on the on TWP transfers. If you guys didn't catch that you guys can go ahead and listen to those episodes. Um, Arsenal have been the biggest spenders, man. They they got Takehiro Tomiyasu for 23 million euros from Bologna. Obviously, it's 18 million euros plus 5 million in add-ons. Um, he can play centre back and running back and right back, not running back and right back for them. Currently, 20th um, Arsenal, three games played, three defeats, zero goals, nine goals conceded, man. Um, do you think Ateta will stay um, as Arsenal manager by December? I don't see Ateta being even don't leave alone December. Yeah. The next coming month after the international break. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think Ateta will be still be the Arsenal manager. Yeah. Because his performance is still now they are below expectations. Yeah, I, I was just texting a Senna man and a Senna actually believes that Ateta will move man. Do you think he'll get the sack? Yeah, I think it's obvious he'll get the sack. Yeah. Because Arsenal, when you leave alone the performance, Arsenal is a big team. So when you talk of Arsenal, you Arsenal is in the same bracket as the other top five clubs. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be maybe somewhere behind Manchester, behind Chelsea, behind Man City. So it's sad seeing Arsenal currently being number twenty with zero points and negative negative nine. Yeah. So I don't think Ateta is, is up to the standards that Arsenal expected to be. Yeah, but uh, for me, I think obviously this is a long shot. Um, obviously, I'm not for, for the sake of Arsenal fans. I'm actually hoping. Obviously, there were, there were memes that when, that other other fans fans of other teams actually would prefer um, Mikel Ateta being the still remaining the manager at Arsenal for far longer. But I think I think I think actually he'll stay, man. 
this this is a long shot. Obviously, I don't think Arsenal will get relegated even if Mikel Arteta um, remains the manager. I think he'll stay. Obviously, the backing that we've seen Arsenal have been the biggest spenders this summer. Um, obviously, their recruitment. There's a lot of questions there. If they've recruited well, if they've recruited um, at the places they need. Obviously, they are still they still have problems um, in their central midfield. Obviously, they lack a box-to-box midfielder. We know Granit Xhaka just signed a contract extension, but he's not that good a player. Um, obviously got the red against Man City as well. But I think he'll stay. Obviously he's got the backing. Obviously, I think Arsenal spent 131.8 million pounds this summer. Um, you don't spend such amount of money and actually sack your coach. I think they'll give him time. I think they'll trust him. Obviously some of some players have left, um, including Hector Bellerin, um, William, such players have left. Obviously um, Luis at the moment, David Luis is a free agent. We'll see if he gets a club or if he decides to retire. But Arsenal, man, Arsenal are just shambles. But I can, I can actually see him staying. But Arsenal, I don't, I don't think the, the problem is the coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, the coach, when the performances are not good, everyone will blame the coach. But yeah. as for now, as, as for me, I don't think the, the blame is on the coach. I think the blame is on the, from, the, from the top, mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. I think the, the board needs to shuffle moves. Because there's some decisions that are made there that that don't favor all the other decisions that maybe Atita expects. Yeah. So we, 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 can, we can be blaming the Atita on the, on the performances or the results, but I don't think he's, he's the main is the main culprit. The main culprit are those at the top. Yeah, man, I actually, I actually agree with you, man. Especially when Kroenke out is trending every Arsenal game day. I like it, man. I think I think there's there's a lot of questions um for those actually making the, the decisions. Um above Mikel Ateta. Um, obviously there were rumors that um, Peter Cech and and, uh, and William actually were sent to the club to destroy them. Uh, those, those are just memes. But Alex Alex Ranason, obviously I think he joined Arsenal from Roma as a as backup goalkeeper. I think he has also left the club off to OH Leuven. I think Leuven is either in Belgium or, or Netherlands. I think Belgium. Um, but Basically, regarding regarding other spenders, man, Man United obviously second in spending after Arsenal, 103.7 million. Obviously, they they spent on Rafael Varane, Jadon Sancho, and um, we all know who the, who the other guy they spent on, man, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Manchester City, um, obviously, they spent um, on Jack Grealish. Um, West Ham as well, Leicester, Tottenham as well. Tottenham also brought in um, this guy from Barcelona who actually, yeah, Emerson, Emerson Royal. This guy actually made a move to Barcelona on August 1st and August 31st he, he went to North London, man. Um, I don't know if Barcelona were just not um, basically interested in him, but obviously um, regarding Man United, Daniel James obviously left for 25 million um, pounds to Leeds. Um, obviously, Leeds have, were in for him since even before he joined Man United from Swansea. Um, I think it's a good move for, for both parties here. Um, but regarding moves that didn't happen for Man United, Jesse Lingard did not move to West Ham United after that incredible loan season he had in London last season. Um, obviously, as a United fan, my thoughts. As a United fan, I prefer Lingard to stay because last season we were dependent on Bruno Fernandes. So okay, you can't you can't expect you can't you can't expect a player to perform at that level mm-hmm. on two seasons back to back. So I prefer this season 
Kalinga to stay to act as a backup for Tuno in that position. Yeah. Because also Linga is a good number 10, only that it's a different style from the Bruno's game. Yeah, obviously um, there are two different matches but Lingard is good as well especially when he's in hot form. Um Serge Aurier also left Tottenham Football Club following mutual termination of his contract. That's another exit um, from London as well. But an entry into London Chelsea, Chelsea made a very big move um signing on deadline day. They signed Saul Niguez um 36 minutes actually 36 minutes before end of the UK market from Atletico Madrid a loan move um i think that loan move will cost Chelsea 5 million euros but there's a buy option as well for 40 million euros obviously Chelsea have a lot of depth in midfield they have um, one of the Ballon d'Or contenders this year this guy actually won UEFA player of the year um Jorginho they still have Ngolo Kanté they still have Kovacic um some of the players that, that they can get from the academy Mason Mount Mason Mount obviously a legend um at, at this time but um obviously Loftus Cheek as well but Saul Niguez man what an addition to this guys obviously champs in Europe yeah i think but okay i think for Saul i think i, I don't think Chelsea really meant to sign Saul because if they meant to sign him they had made their move earlier yeah but it's only just that there was just an opportunity at the last minute so they took him but he's a good addition to the squad mm-hmm. basing on the fact that they have the other quality midfielders Kante, Kovacic, Jogin yeah so he had he had his quality that midfielder i think i think so far in the premier league yeah i can say after manchester yeah they have the best they have the best Yeah, obviously my United midfield is mad. The only problem in my United midfield is ADM and we lack ADM. But actually um Euro expert obviously we, we we've had him on the podcast before. Alex man, Alex Baka shout out to Alex. Um you guys can check out his YouTube as well. Alex um ranked teams um on 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 five grounds um basically on the transfer windows. Um obviously signings that actually transformed the team. Um, signings that were good additions and signings that actually took the, the club, the team one step forward, and poor quality signings and added little things. So in Chelsea, basically their signings transformed the team. Um, I think you can say that Romelu Lukaku, yeah, obviously they they left at number nine last season. Obviously, um, um, Tammy Abraham and Olivier Giroud have left the club, but Chelsea. Um, Tottenham, Man United and Palace. These these teams actually made a lot of signings, um very good signings as well that transformed the team. It seems at the moment that these teams um look different from the teams that they were last season. Obviously Tottenham finished 7th last season, Man United finished 2nd. Chelsea finished 4th, man. Um it seems it seems Palace are a little shaky, but we'll see what that happens because the entire team is totally um basically um transformed. Um but regarding good additions Leicester obviously had some good additions West Ham as well Aston Villa as well Aston Villa with Danny Ings and Emi Buendia I think I think Aston Villa should also be be placed among the transformed teams yeah transformed teams with 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 Buendia yeah yeah Buendia Buendia he had a big role to fit to on to placing Grealish but I think so far he's doing he's doing so well. yeah yeah plus they also took the the Southampton striker Danny Ings which is is performing so good is performing is performing well yeah obviously Danny Ings is a madman man I actually got him on my fantasy he's a, he's a very good player I think yeah he also scored that overhead kick man that overhead goal man Astana in week 2 man, man. 
yeah but um some teams have actually done some some good business but man city i think i think the the addition of jack grealish for me doesn't make a lot of sense and alex actually has has them in a one step forward um level man actually that move took man city at one step forward for me it took them one step back and yeah for me it took them one step back but obviously arsenal actually their all of their signings actually took them one step forward um i don't think many arsenal fans will actually be happy um regarding this this summer this summer and basically the players that they've added obviously players like Tavares um Tomiyasu obviously Tomiyasu many as Tomiyasu many Arsenal fans might not know um what he has to offer but Tomiyasu is a, is a good player i think i think he can improve and be and show very good um performances this season and in the coming seasons Um but Liverpool man Liverpool did so little obviously a lot has been talked about their aging front three obviously Sadio Mane um Bobby Firmino Sadio um Mo Salah um but do you think do you think obviously some Liverpool fans obviously they were mad um regarding FSG and the business that they have done this season obviously they've added Ibrahim Konate at center back they've added very little in the squad players like Jordan Shakiri actually leaving um do you think Liverpool Liverpool lack that much that much depth i think i think with Liverpool with uh, yeah from three okay with their first team all the threat but i think the the threat will somehow reduce because we are used to seeing the the same salad the same money like exa- example was the was the Chelsea game where money and salad were just totally blunt yeah Firmino even Firmino I, i think he was substituted in the half time where Jota took his place yeah, yeah so with, with with Liverpool Liverpool will always be a threat yeah. but i don't think the the threat will be as as as, as it was two as, years ago as, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah obviously um Bobby Firmino was actually subbed I think 3 4 minutes before before half time. Yeah obviously um Jota came in and had a, a role to play um obviously with the equalizer that causing that handball from Rhys James man. But um regarding moves that didn't happen obviously um Real Madrid have been have been actually after Kylian Mbappe this I think the past few weeks um I think they they, they offered they offered for the first time 160 million euros they came back with a second bid um on Thursday before on Thursday last week with 170 million pounds man obviously 145 million in euros which was 200 million in dollars actually um then i think um they came back on deadline day with 200 million euros which is mad man and PSG actually turned that down obviously PSG with the oil money Qatar um the links with the, with Arab sugar daddies man these guys didn't didn't um buckle and it seems like Kylian Mbappe will be staying at PSG for another year obviously he still has that one year contract that one year on his contract do you think um he will sign do you think he will leave i, I, don't, I don't think i don't think Mbappe, Mbappe will sign so passionate about Madrid he has been a Madrid fan since he was he was a kid yeah. so if i was paris i would just i would just ask i would just accept the bid but now it's too late the, the transfer is gone so it it will hurt it will, it will hurt most paris fans seeing Mbappé joining Madrid for free yeah. but i think that's what the paris the yeah the owners want yeah Yeah obviously it it will be very difficult man many people for the, for me as well this move didn't make a lot of sense man obviously 200 million euros is a lot of money 
obviously PSG don't need it, but um, it's, it's, I think at the moment it's, it's in terms of looking at legacy and looking at money. I think I think the the owners are not in the business for money. Obviously, I think I think they are in the business for actually making a legacy with PSG, for actually making Paris the, the best club in the world. Obviously, the prospect of playing Kylian Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi. Um, it's a good look, man, and obviously it, it will actually improve Paris a lot. And uh, at the moment, it seems like Real Madrid could get Kylian Mbappe for nothing next summer, man. Um, obviously, there's, there's a possibility that he could sign a pre-contract agreement on January the first. Um, for sure, we know Fiorentino Perez wants him. Um, we for sure know that he wants to um, Real Madrid to build for the future. Obviously, Erling Haaland and Paul Pogba are names that could land in Madrid next summer. Um, Erling Haaland, obviously, is released close next summer is 75 million euros. Paul Pogba, obviously, could go for free if he doesn't sign a contract extension at Man United. But it makes sense, man. Obviously, Kylian Mbappe is the most famous French player. Um, he's the most famous French player that PSG have. He's obviously a talent. He's still 23 years old. I think 22 years old is, is, a, is a crown jewel for them, man. Okay, I think I think with Kylian, Kylian, he has the right as 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 what I see, he has the right he has the right advisors because yeah. Kylian, you can see he is in he's in a team that has Neymar, he has Messi, he has Donnarumma, he has Ramos, but he's still persistent of going to Madrid. He wants to create his own legacy. Yeah. With, with at Paris, he's playing with, with Messi, and Messi is a person who has. Just build his name, his past, his legacy. Yeah. Yeah. With Neymar, also Neymar, I think is his past, his, his, his legacy. Yeah. Ramos, someone. He, Ramos was looking for a team, a team where he can, he can retire, play with no pressure. Yeah. So with, with Mbappe, Mbappe is the opposite of them all. Mbappe is someone who wants to create his name. Mm-hmm. So I think with with, with Paris, he, he won't do that. He, he won't have the the that 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 extra energy. Yeah. He has to go to a team that has. The energy has the hunger, yeah. And I think with, with Madrid, Madrid are winners. Madrid, when you when you mention Madrid, yeah. it's like you mentioned in Champions League, yeah. Direct. yeah. So I think with Mbappe, Mbappe, after this season is over, I think he should just make stick to his decision and go to Madrid, mm-hmm. yeah, and start a new chapter there. Yeah, obviously as a Real Madrid fan. Um, I would really love him to play at the Santiago Bernabeu. Obviously, the newly rebuilt Santiago Bernabeu, the newly refurbished, renovated Santiago Bernabeu. It's going to be mad, man. Obviously, um, I think regarding, regarding advices, like you just said, regarding legacy, man, it's big for, for Kylian Mbappe. Obviously, the all-time top scorer for Man United for Real Madrid is Cristiano Ronaldo. Obviously, with that, with 450 goals in 438 appearances, mad. But Kylian Mbappe is 22, man. He can, he can play 10, 11 seasons at Real Madrid actually break that record um if he puts up if he puts up the numbers i don't know if he can but if but that's a challenge that he might actually enjoy man um at real madrid um but regarding the moves that that didn't happen harry kane man obviously we mentioned this before but we're going to talk about it in depth man harry kane as well man didn't make that move from tottenham to um to uh, Manchester City. We know that he really wanted this move. Obviously, he was speaking. He was doing interviews before the Euros, man. This is how desperate Hurricane was to make a move, man. Obviously, we were speaking about. We were spoken about this through this entire transfer window. Um, TWP transfers. You guys can check um, the previous episodes if it didn't. But obviously, he said that his conscience is clear now that he's staying at Tottenham Football Club. Obviously, he was saying that he was 100% staying. It seems. Um, 
obviously Daniel Levy is very stubborn it seems like um, he's a Tottenham for the future man obviously he has the chance to be their all-time top scorer he has the chance to be all-time top scorer in the Premier League um, chasing Alan Shearer man what do you make of Hurricane not moving I think I think it's the most frustrating thing for, for a player yeah because I think Hurricane had settled his mind that starts will be a city player he'll be playing behind in front of the Bruin and and Kundogan so I think I think he was frustrated as as yesterday as, as I was as I as I told you yesterday this 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 move of when it backfired it, 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 it affected the game this coming season because as you have seen this season the way the way the guy is playing it's like he's not fully focused the, on the league. Okay, maybe maybe with time he'll, he'll catch up, but I think the move the, the move that backfired, I think it will affect him this season. Yeah. Yeah, obviously it seems like he had a he had a gentleman's agreement with Daniel Levy last season. Um I think I think I think um obviously obviously like I said I think I think Hurricane does not have a very good agent. Obviously his brother is his agent and uh, there's there's talks man that um, there was a meeting between Daniel Levy, Harry Kane, and his agent, obviously the brother. Um, I think Daniel Levy told them that if the fit is right, if the move is right, and we have uh, an acceptable bid, we can act. We will sell you, and you can leave Tottenham. And I think I think Harry Kane was naive to think um, that this would actually happen. Obviously, Daniel Levy does not like to sell to English rivals. Um, I also think that these guys did not did not put a number. Obviously, a reasonable a reasonable offer is 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 an ambiguous um, adjective. A reasonable offer. So I think I think if I think if if that gentleman's agreement actually had a number, um, I think Hurricane would most probably have gotten this move. I blame his agent to be honest. Exactly. I think his agent is not that aggressive. Yeah. Like yeah. If 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 he had a better agent or. Yeah, I, I think I think doesn't need that obsession. Better be on the deals because I, I don't think City City will struggle for paying I think the hundred and something, hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty. Yeah. So yeah, and all the other English players, I think most English players, their agents are just that the same. Yeah, man. And for me, it doesn't. Obviously, I get why your brother would be your agent, but it it's also nice, man, to go with um actually non-agents, man. Obviously, Barnett is a very good agent who's out there. Jorge Mendes, I think there's not a lot of Portuguese ties between Jorge and Hurricane, but obviously you can you can shop for agents in here, man. And I think Hurricane should change his agents. He should change his agent. Also, his agent actually proposed the six-year deal that Hurricane signed back in 2018, which is just mad, man. You don't actually sign a six-year contract when you when you, you anticipate to move in the next three years. That's not feasible for a player. I think um, Hurricane should do something regarding regarding his business. Otherwise, he'll, he'll stay at Tottenham for a very long time and he might not win anything. He might because Nuno is a very smart um, coach, he's a tactician, but he might not. Board made, made that is the wrong person of sucking Jose. Yeah. Because I'm sure if Mourinho was still in charge with Hurricane and the other players, Yeah, obviously he still had the chance to win the Euros with England as well. That didn't happen. But we are happy that didn't happen, man. Oh, Team Italia all the way, yeah. 
Um, but regarding other other moves basically that didn't happen, Barcelona were also interested in Dani Olmo. Obviously, Dani Olmo was very impressive for Spain during the Euros. Um, it seems like Barcelona interest was genuine, but RB Leipzig in Germany they had no, they had absolutely no intention to sell him on deadline day. Barcelona obviously signed Luke Dijon. Um, they lost Antoine Griezmann to Atletico Madrid on loan, um, but obviously there's an obligation to buy him. And obviously, Antoine Griezmann they acquired him for 120 million euros just two seasons ago man i think two seasons two three seasons ago but um it seems like the obviously the wages um that antoine griezmann was actually being paid at barcelona were huge and at the moment it seems like barcelona are in a little bit of a scaffold um they lack the money man um obviously there's rumors that atletico madrid were are actually the 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 downfall of Barcelona. Obviously, um, they sold um, Antoine Griezmann to Barcelona, and obviously Antoine Griezmann came with a lot of wages. And due to those wages, they couldn't resign Leo Messi. Um, obviously, they bought Luis Suarez from them. I think for 20 something euros. Um, obviously, with Luis Suarez, they won the La Liga last season. Um, obviously, Atletico Madrid they are a side that actually get to the Champions League semi-final or quarter-finals almost every year. What, what do you make man of this um, Griezmann move to to Atletico Madrid? I, I think this this move is the, the biggest game. The gainers of this move are the Atletico and the losers of Atletico Barcelona. Yeah. Because firstly, sure. when you start with the the transfer fees, Griezmann Griezmann Barcelona signed Griezmann with a higher fee, mm. and it's sad seeing such a player going back to the same to the same team that he was, not even with he was not even bought, he, he went back on loan. Yeah. So I think right now Barcelona are in a crisis so which they they have to sort it out first. And uh, okay, on the other side, Atletico Madrid, I think with, with Griezmann, I think he was the he, he was he was the, he was the I think you I, I can I say the the, 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 the brand of the yeah, yeah. the catalyst of Atletico. Because you remember those days when Mention Atletico. Yeah. The picture that came in your mind was, was Antoine Griezmann. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a good move for Atletico Madrid. Yeah. And and this is not I count Atletico. I count Griezmann with, with his new team as uh, favorites to. Okay. I don't I don't think they win, but I count them as favorites to win the La Liga. Yeah. Do you don't think they win? Or do you think they win? The, the famous, the great. Yeah. Madrid. Ah! Yeah, man. Obviously, Real Madrid signed Eduardo Camavinga. Um, that's the only move that actually Real Madrid brought in on the same day, and I think this transfer window, man. But um, yeah, also, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I think I think Atleti are the favourites to win the Liga. Um, obviously, I'm hoping that Real Madrid win it. Um, obviously, some of the, the Real Madrid have kept most of their squad except Sergio Ramos and Rafael Varane. Um, but obviously, Gareth Bell. I think I think we saw a little bit of um, a resurrection at Tottenham towards the end of the of, of last season. Hopefully, that carries on. Obviously, Zinedine Zidane is not at the club anymore, and it seems like Perez was actually intent on keeping Gareth Bell. Obviously, his big investment um, back in 2013. But um, obviously, I'm hoping that Madrid actually um, challenge for the title. But at the moment, it doesn't seem like Barcelona will do anything. Man. Barcelona, I'm actually expecting them to get knocked out in round of 16 in the Champions League. Um, 
Memphis obviously is a good addition for them. I think some of the players, that, some of the transfers that they missed on, including Gini Wanaldam, I think that that shapes Barcelona in a nutshell. Um, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how Barcelona do do during this season, how they deal with this crisis. Obviously, they are a club on the brink of bankruptcy. We'll see um, what Juan Laporta does there. Um, but other developments, man. Um, I think. Watford and Tottenham. I think they were, they were discussing Musa Sissoko. I think I think that happened as well. Yeah, I think Musa Sissoko moved to Watford from North London to I think South London. I'm not sure where Watford is, but it is somewhere in London. Uh, Musa Sissoko, man. I think Sissoko had, still had two years left on his contract as well, man. But um, transfers aside, I think Benjamin Mendy was also suspended by Manchester City Football Club following charges by police on Thursday last week, um, obviously pending an investigation. The matter is subject to a legal process and the club is therefore declined, uh, the club therefore declined to make further comment until that process is complete. And it seems like Benjamin Mendy actually has some sexual um, charges against him. And do you think he did it? You can never write to Okay, before before something is linked towards your to the way there must be something you have done. Yeah. Because somebody cannot just wake up out of nowhere and make you with any any allegation. Mm. So there's something maybe he must have done to get that that those allegations. Yeah man, obviously it's 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 different. We are actually um, debating about this on Banter Zone um, with who, who do you think? Who was it? Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, man, we were actually debating about this, man. Obviously, we have never had KDB actually get sexual charges, man. So it's 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 not a coincidence. Um, but other news regarding City, um, City actually unveiled unveiled Vincent Company and David Silva's statues at the Etihad. Um, I think these these are the legends for City, man. Obviously, they're a hundred plus year old club, but they're legends. The legends have actually just played it this decade. <laughs> this decade. I think I think, I think also also Aguero deserved the statue. Yeah. Aguero was the main also a main. He has, he has been the main man for Man City for a long period. Of, he has been the when Rooney for Man City. Yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. For a long period of time. So I think also Aguero deserved Yeah. Obviously, when Rooney is the all-time top scorer for Man United, Aguero is the all-time top scorer for Manchester City. I think there's a tro- there's a statue in his in his future. From Atman City, I think there's a statue in his future, but um, we'll see um, if City actually. But for me, I didn't, I didn't like the statues, man. Especially the Vincent, Com- both, Com- both statues, I didn't like them, man. I think, I think the scout actually did a, a poor job, man, of deciding the the exact mom- moment to take Vincent Company. Vincent Company has scored mad goals, man. Obviously, um, mad goals in the Manchester derbies. Um, I think the sculptor missed those ones. I think that stunner um, in 2018 against Leicester that actually helped them to get over um, and win the league. Obviously, that season they won the league on 98 points with Liverpool at 97. I think at uh, 2019, yeah. I think I think that was mad. I think um, he should have he should have gotten like such a moment. Yeah, David Silva as well, man. It was just like a, a, a normal statue. Yeah. Um, but overall, man, I think this, this has been a very good transfer window. Obviously, a lot has happened. Obviously, we've tried to cover a lot. Um, 
some of the news that I'll just mention, obviously Jerome Boateng, former Bayern legend, joined Olympic Lyon as free agent on a two-year contract. At one point, one of the best centre-backs in Europe, man. Um, obviously, I think Alex, um, Euro expert Alex Buck, I think will definitely enjoy this one. Obviously, he watches the Ligue 1 from time to time. Um, PSG also signed Nuno Mendes on loan. I think it will cost Paris 4 million euros um, with a buy option for 40 million euros um, from Sporting CP. Obviously, Pablo Sarabia was, went the other way um, to play in Lisbon. Um, but basically, th- th- those are some of the news, man, that, that actually happened this transfer window. Some of the deadline news as well, man. But going into the season, man, now that the transfer window is closed, man, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing Ronaldo. Yeah! <laughs> ah! I want to see his performances, and I, and I, as, as, I, I know, I, I don't hope, I know he'll be, he'll be, he'll be among the top scorers this season. Also, you can't write off Manchester United in the title race mm. if, if you have Ronaldo, mm. if you have Bruno, if you have Pogba. So, I, 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 I know this season is going to be a special season. We are going to bring something special home hey. with Ronaldo and for Alex Ferguson. Yeah, man. Obviously, Ronaldo actually said, Sir Alex, this is for you, man. You guys should go and check his Instagram, man. Yeah, but I think for me, I'm excited. I'm excited um, for the Champions League. No, even if we didn't, uh, if, even if we, we we actually had no Ronaldo at Man United, I would have been very. I'm tired of playing Europa League um, football on Thursdays, man. Obviously, playing games on Thursdays and Sundays sucks, but I'm actually more excited for the Champions League. I'm, I'm glad. To, I'm actually more excited to see how Paris will perform. Obviously, they have Leo Messi there. That will be interesting as well. I think Lecan will, will um, basically will enjoy um, having Paris um, with a very strong squad this season. I'm also excited, man, to see if Ronaldo will actually be top scorer in the Champions League. Man, obviously, he was top scorer with Real Madrid. Um, I think for seven seasons straight, but at Juventus, he has not been top scorer in the Champions League once. Um, I'm, I'm actually excited for this season. It's going to be a very interesting season. Um, I also think I'm excited for Tottenham. I think I think Nuno has something going on. Obviously, they're at the top of the table at the moment with Arsenal last. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think it's going to be a very interesting season, and I can't wait. Um, anything else? Parting shot. Uh, I also, also wish to meet Paris at the Champions League final this season. Ah! <laughs> so that can show them who, who the real goal is. Yeah, man. Also, we were speaking about this after after the Champions League final a few a, a two months ago. Um, we were doing uh, the podcast um, coming up the Champions League final. We had a Manchester City fan of the podcast, Bob Orina. Um, he actually said that Man City will get back to the Champions League final um, next year. Do you think that will happen? I don't think that. <laughs> no, so without, a, without a strike, I don't think uh, it would be possible. Yeah. If, okay, if they say Arken, mm-hmm. I'll be counting on them, but right now I don't think that will happen. Yeah, obviously they're playing without a strike. I think Liam Delap will not go on loan. I think. Um, obviously, with Jesus playing on, on on the right wing, things are different in Manchester City at the moment. Um, but basically, this has been the third world perspective. This has been the last episode of TWP Transfers. Um, obviously, we appreciate you guys for listening, for getting to 45 plus, 46 plus minutes. Um, Obviously, we, 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 um, Linus is a little bit feeling under, is feeling a little bit under the weather. Hopefully, we'll have him back um, soon. 
Um, but this has been the third world perspective, man. We'll see you guys on TWP transfers in January when the window opens on January 1st. Um, my name is Pablo. You can follow me on Twitter at Pablo Iconero. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Third World Pod. You can follow the pod on Instagram at 3RD World Perspective. Also, we have a listener support segment. You can support us with as little as a dollar. There's that as well. Um, Brian Handles. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Brian Instagram at Brian underscore H underscore Dong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are my main platforms. Yeah, man. Basically, just my third world perspective, man. We'll see you guys in the next one.